My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining in today as we continue this series, Women of the Bible, Hard Truths, Beautiful Stories. Have you ever been betrayed? To me, it makes you feel so exposed, so so used. And then you think, how does one heal when our greatest hurt comes from the one closest to us? How does one heal when those we trusted betray us? I believe this word betrayal explains our next female Bible character. Her name is Sarah. And she is another one of our female women of the Bible in the Old Testament. Our key scripture today is coming from Genesis chapter 20, verse 13. I'm reading from the NIV version, and it reads, This is how you can show your love to me. Everywhere we go, say of me, he is my brother. In the book of Genesis, Sarai, the woman who would later be renamed Sarah, Abraham's wife, experienced betrayal at the hands of her husband. He's a man she trusted and stuck beside as they left their home, the earth Chaldees, to follow God's promises. And at least twice, he denied her the protection of marriage leaving her vulnerable to sexual violation. At least twice, his fears were more important to him than her safety. And at least twice, he used her to protect himself and was enriched by placing her in danger. First of all, Typically, when we study Sarah, we focus on her infertility and God's promise of a son. That's what you always hear about. But this part of her story often gets overlooked. What life lesson can we learn from her story? Well, two things. First, she can help us find hope when love isn't love at all. I'm going to title Sarah's story, What's love got to do with it? Second, I believe we can see from Sarah's life story how God protects. We can learn real love protects, trusts, hopes, perseveres, all that good stuff according to 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 7. Or actually that whole um, chapter. Uh, It's the love chapter. So 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Real love does not use, abuse, take, and steal. It does not lie. So now, having said all of that, let's get into this. When God spoke then to, uh, when he spoke to Abram and told him he and his family were to leave his home in Ur, And, you know, I'm just paraphrasing um, all of this. But anyway, Sarah followed. 
So they left for Cana and I'm sure she walked by his side. She helped him to set up the tents by the great oaks of Shechem. She traveled with him as a foreigner in a land promised to them by God. And then a famine came. Abram chose to go to Egypt and she was again by his side. When they arrived in the land of Pharaoh, Abram was afraid, and that's when things turned. As they crossed the border of Egypt, her husband told her, you know, baby, you are a beautiful woman, and he wasn't saying that to me to, you know, give her a compliment. He wasn't using that as a compliment. He was saying, when the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but let you live. So say you are my sister so that I will be treated well and his life would be spared. Technically, Sarah was Abraham's half-sister. But as his sister, she could be bought by anybody. And at the moment this transpired, transpired, I got that word right, okay, (laughs) She became a pawn, a shield, a possession to be bartered. She was not looked at as his wife, even though she was a married woman. And marriage was supposed to be a protection for her. He didn't have any concern for her safety. He only cared about his own safety, his own well-being. So the lie was told. And she ended up in Pharaoh's harem, waiting to be called to his bed. Now, remember, you know, she's married. There was nothing she could do. It's not like today. You know, in those days, women were treated like cattle, as it were. She didn't have any say in the matter. She lived in fear while her husband turned brother was honored with sheep, oxen, donkeys, servants, camels, and whatever else. But God, in the Lord's mercy, the call to the Pharaoh's bedchamber never came. You know, she's in his harem. She's waiting for him, for the Pharaoh to summons her. But that summons never came. Instead, she was summoned to stand behind, or not behind. Well, maybe behind, I don't know, behind, beside She was there with her husband. She was summoned to come, you know, to Pharaoh's court. And as a result, this was a result of the Lord inflicting serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Sarai or Sarah. The Pharaoh said, why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why didn't you? Why did you say to me she is my sister? So. After all of this transpired, she was released. Abraham chose to lie, but God chose the truth. The truth set her free. You think he would have learned his lesson by now, but no. Later on, you find out in Gerar, where Abimelech was king, and his name was no longer Abram, but Abraham, and she was no longer Sarai, but Sarah, 
that God and God had promised them that they would have a son and through them they there would come um many nations they would you know many nations would come through them and their descendants would be as innumerable as the stars so anyway he was still afraid of being killed because of his wife's looks now you know what kind of faith is that she was given to another king this time, the Lord stepped in and made the king's household infertile. King Abimelech dragged her husband before him and reprimanded him again and again. And again, he was given, Abraham was given sheep and oxen and servants and all this stuff. But this king spoke and said, you know, behold, I have given your brother and he was speaking to uh, Sarah, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. It is a sign of your innocence in the eyes of all who are with you. And before everyone, you are vindicated. And you can find that in Genesis chapter 20, verse 16. Vindicated. Vindicated, which means not to blame. Abraham betrayed her, put her life in danger for his own safety, for his own gain. But but God, but God stepped in right on time and made things right. He's an on time God. Yes, he is. Said he's an on time God. Yes, he is. I better not keep on going because I'll get into <laughs> really singing. I love that song. May not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. I tell you, he's an on-time guy. Yes, he is. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. So anyway, God stepped in on time and made things right. God set her free. God was her advocate. He was her savior. Abraham's fear, uh, you know, Abraham was in fear, but there was no documentation that the Egyptians would have killed him for his wife. You don't see that nowhere in the Bible. Sarah was his half-sister since they had the same father, but her relationship with Abraham was definitely that of a wife. He Abraham blamed her, he said, because you're a beautiful woman. Your, your looks going to get me killed. But God, on the other hand, demonstrates real love. And how did he demonstrate that? Number one, to God, Sarah was precious. Love knows who you really are. The Bible says, but the Lord afflicted Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai. Abram's wife, which we find in Genesis chapter 12, verse 17, you find that no one else uses her name, but God. God uses her name. Sarai had rank and title. God never resorts to lies. 
God knows who you are too. He knows me. He knows you. He calls you by name because you are a co-recipient of the promises of God. Number two, love calls wrong, wrong. It makes no excuses. Love never makes excuses for sin. Number three, love gives a voice to the voiceless. In all of this, Sarah was silent in Genesis chapter 12 and Genesis chapter 20, which was the case for women to be completely silent in those days. But God, God gave Sarah a voice through kings, through the Pharaoh and Abimelech. In other words, I want to say this, love redeems. In both cases, Sarah was rescued and restored to her position. Our King Jesus has vindicated us, made us blameless. He has made us righteous. Whom the Son has made free is free indeed. God deems us precious, valuable righteous, justified, free, and loved. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Women of the Bible, Hard Truths, Beautiful Stories, give me a thumbs up. Also, click that notification button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. Until next time, be blessed.